another episode of Another Starring Dylan and Dakota. And we are back. This is the first time in very long time that we're recording two weeks in a row. I'm really happy about that. Um, I actually listened to our last episode a little bit. And uh, for those who don't know, which I guess would be everyone, uh, I'm recording in my room now. So um, I'm like much closer to the mic when I'm here. And I also speak at like a lower, what's what was the word, octave? So, yeah. Yeah. So I was listening and I was like, like, damn, I like kind of like my voice like that. And on my old YouTube pages, I actually have people recommending me like, oh, you should do ASMR or something or like read audio books because your voice (laughs) is very like calm. And I'm like, damn, maybe I I should. Because like I realized like when I speak at that, like, hello, guys, welcome to another. It's like very like mellow and awesome. But anyway, uh, yeah, how have you been in the last week, my friend? Been good, man. Um, getting to it. I got uh, still got that Marvel thing cooking. Uh, waiting back to hear back from that. My friend who actually works there, though, who recommended that position to me, he said um, that they do take a little bit to get back to you, but the longer the better. So, okay, good. Yeah, I wouldn't get here. I wouldn't. It, it's hard not to, but I. I've gotten better at it the older I got. Mm-hmm. When I really like want something, I just try not to think about it. And I yeah. try not to, I almost try not to want it. And if it comes yeah, to me, I'll be go. like, cool. And if it doesn't no. come to me, I'll be like, well, I'm just keep doing my thing. So I'm I excited about better. that. Yeah, I've gotten better at like checking it. I'm not doing yeah. it as much. I'm kind of just, Good. I'll do it like just because they don't email you. Uh, it's a, It's through its own portal. So you have to like check to see if it if it will be accepted but i'm not checking it like four times a day like i was <laughs> yeah good yeah, don't let it consume you just yeah. uh keep doing what you're doing and uh like i said let me know when you get those results man because i'm really excited for you um and also my guy today's the last day you don't have a license how does that yes. feel tomorrow i will have it it, it feels good go. i'm trying good. to uh my dad was kind of talking a little bit about this. He said, like, um, to get your body used to success, you have to, before you do something that will have a, a result or a consequence, you get, you find the emotion that you're going to have on the positive side of that, you know, decision or, or action, and then feel that. So your body's conditioned to know that. And then, you know, you're just, you're, practicing feeling good or having the positive emotions at the end of whatever you're you're gonna do so yeah i'm trying that i'm i know what it's gonna feel like when i do have my license and that's what i'm feeling right now good good i'm happy about that bro you got this i feel like driving is like almost deceptively easy which is Mm kind of scary you know yeah um yeah like it's sometimes it's like it just it's easier than walking for me because you're yeah. just sitting, you know? Like you kind of forget sometimes you're rules. operating. You just got to not be an asshole. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> and pay attention. Do that. Yeah. yeah. Well, most that's people the can't problem. do one. <laughs> but yeah. Um, things have been good over here. Nothing really exciting happening. Uh, I worked like f- like 40 hours in a row, which no big deal. I had a little overtime. So a little bit yeah. more than 40. I'm beat up. 
but I'm off today, tomorrow, and Friday. Feeling good about that. Or, yeah, that's a mini vacation. Uh, Saturday. Yeah, yeah, so that feels good. Um, so it's pretty much where I'm at. I'm just playing video games, just uh, not writing, <laughs> which is bad. <laughs> I got to get back to the writing. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, but I'm really glad that we're doing this because this, like, just recording at least once or twice a week, like, just boosts my week. Like, it's yeah, like, same. it's become like kind of like going to the gym now. Or like eating good, it's like just a part of my routine, and I really like doing it. But yeah, um, glad to get back to it. Yeah, me too. So I'm I've been really interested in this topic, and uh, me and Dakota decided I will go first. Um, it is currently January twenty seventh, two thousand twenty two. Uh, we're Ooh. recording at night. I remember to say it, and <laughs> uh, yeah. So this topic. I'm going first because it's much more serious. And then Dakota's topic is much more fun. And we need a fun topic every now and oh, then yeah. because we like to get deep on the show. But, you know, we're also simple guys with simple pleasures. And sometimes we just like to talk about fun stuff. So I don't really know how to label this topic correctly. But I want to call it just like love and technology or like love in the 21st century. Yeah, you know, that's good because I've been having a lot of conversations with friends, uh, most more specifically coworkers lately, and it's always kind of fascinating to find out other people's perceptives on love and stuff. I know certain people that the second the person they love um, does something to uh, really hurt them, uh, they have so much pride that they'll just leave. And then I know other people that will stick through thick and thin. And I mean, like, through thick and thin. And I just want to get into that and, like, like what love is, like, in the year 2022. Um, there's, like, so many aspects of this. I feel like being in love in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s is a much different thing than it is now. I feel like with the the advent of te- like smartphones and social media, there are new complications, and I also I got like a really interesting like subtopic within this that I want to get your pick your brain on. So first things first, I want to get into social media. So you know, not really a thing until probably two thousand six, two thousand seven, and things were much simpler back then. And I've seen through friends how social media can complicate a good relationship. Yeah. I've had my friends come up to me frustrated that um, their girlfriends liked the guy's photo or vice versa, that uh, they liked a girl's photo and the girl their girlfriend gets like pissed. You know, mm-hmm. I actually saw that happen like a week ago and my friend knew it was ridiculous of her to get mad and we just started laughing. But you know, these are like little things that actually like can cause arguments, which is insane to me. And uh, from my own personal experience uh, with my my ex, I one thing that always would bug me, and this is something that bugs me like with any chick I'll be talking to, is like, let's say like, let's say like I text her right at like two o'clock, and it's two thirty, and I don't have a reply. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Maybe she's busy. But if I see her, 
post a Snapchat story 15 minutes ago. Or, uh, you know, I go on my Instagram DMs and it says she was active like five minutes ago. Yeah. I get a little <laughs> pissed because I'm like, well, like, there's, a, there's, like a, yeah, there's like a yeah. 90% chance you're accessing those apps on your phone. I mean, uh, Snap, you have to. Yeah. And you chose to be active on that instead of replying to me, somebody that you claim to care a lot about. So that's like probably my biggest social media pet peeve, like with romance. Uh, I don't really care if um my girl likes a guy's photos because I'm going to like girls photos. Um, I would be frustrated, I guess. I guess I'm just laying it all on line right now. Like, yeah, <laughs> if like my girl's like posting like actually would I unless it's like something really, really explicit, I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess I'd be annoyed if like guys were constantly commenting on my you know hypothetical girlfriend's photos. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, that's really it. Uh, so I want to know like, I mean, you've been in a relationship the last seven years. So yeah. do you feel like social media has done anything to complicate the relationship, or had you ever had a conversation or maybe even an argument because of social media? Yeah, hundred percent. Um, I mean, it used to be uh, earlier in a relationship when I used my personal account more. There was definitely like a lot of arguments because I had most of my friends were were girls, so like a lot of my followers and stuff were just girls that I knew, um, and that kind of. I guess start a lot of arguments <laughs> like even just right. the, the, them me following and them following me which I thought was kind of just kind of dumb because I don't really care but you know that's my personal side of that um but yeah it definitely caused a lot of arguments in the beginning and then when I started using and I just kind of like I, I don't know if it's it probably wasn't because of that reason but I just like didn't care to post like personal stuff anymore yeah um and that I just started using it yeah I've just started using my, you know, when I started, I used my art account for like everything. And then, but that also caused, caused some arguments because then I wasn't really posting. I didn't, cause I don't really post my face at all on, uh, on my art account. I don't know why. I guess I want to leave it like kind of separate. Uh-huh. Um, and then she was like a little upset that I wasn't posting her. But I was like, I don't really, I don't post like, like personal on the art account it's just all art yeah um, so yeah that's created definitely created some arguments that i thought were kind of necessary necessary or unnecessary Un- unnecessary oh, okay yeah. yeah it's interesting because like with the with the social media examples like like that you just gave me mm-hmm. if you lay all the the information on the table it's like there's there's just clear logic you know it's like like who cares if you're you're social media friends list is mostly girls it's not like mm-hmm. you're you're messaging them nope. like anyway you know so but at the same time like it's these little things that bother us and like irritate us and i feel like we all got it you know like like i have seen one of my best friends get into a big argument with his girlfriend because he's liking chicks photos and like they'll just not talk for like a couple hours because of it and i'm like jesus like is it really that big of a deal and it's like it's sad that that's that's where it is now and i also feel like 
there's just other element of like like you go on instagram right i don't know what your feed is like yeah but my feed is a lot of 20 somethings actually probably all 20 somethings which means you know it's probably 80 percent uh like liberal and more like i guess like free thinking people which i love Mm -hmm. you know but um you know they're posting about like energy and expectations and you know like all this like i don't know how to what word to label under but like so much like um self-worth stuff which again is very cool and much Mm -hmm. needed but i feel like there's so much of it that it causes people to overthink and overanalyze each other's behaviors and like and i'm a victim of that like the thing i said like you know if she didn't text me but she's posting a story or whatever like that's not the end of the world you know like i've done that before where i hold off on replying to a text and i just want to go on instagram and like check somebody's story or like a photo or something so it's not a big deal but yeah like i feel like you know you know what i'm talking about right you're checking stories and then there's like a white background with some simple black text like yeah uh, <laughs> if it, you know if so and so can't do this for you then you have to leave you know what i mean yeah 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 <laughs> and you, yeah i feel the same way i think there's like such an oversaturation that it's actually doing the opposite of what it's meant for yeah you know like it's just there's so much of that I feel like it's giving everyone um, the thought that the thought that they have ammunition against mm-hmm. their partner. Oh yeah. When in reality, it's just like the person who's posting it is probably hurt and just wants a like them. Yeah. Like when I uh, went through my thing last year, around a year ago, um, pretty soon, uh, I was definitely posting some hurt boy stuff, you know, <laughs> and I don't know. I guess it just helped. Um, yeah, it's a self-expression yeah, just, too. Yeah, I just feel like there's um become like a, an overanalyzation of everything. You know, I feel like there used to be a, a a level of patience with each other, where if if someone if your partner, excuse me, sorry, trying to not cough in the mic. If your partner, <laughs> yeah, if your partner did something that you that really pissed you off. Uh, walking walking out the door isn't your first option you know mm-hmm. usually you want to talk through this and heal because you care about the relationship more than anything else but with social media i feel like i feel like because social media you know you have a profile documenting only yourself and promoting yourself it's a very like me 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 thing mm-hmm. so inherently there's like so much pride and ego in there that like totally yeah. yeah i feel like it's like oh like if if he does this fuck him or if she does this yeah. fuck her like it's it's so much like finger pointing and name calling and yeah yeah you know and but. and another level to that um we, we steph and i had a little bit i love you by the way if you're listening to this i love you stuff um <laughs> but i'm gonna call <laughs> you out real quick uh there were a few a few instances and i kind of i get i sh- i shut it down real quick because it was just crazy talk but uh she'd watch tiktoks and some tiktoks would be like if he leaves his phone face down when he's around you that Mm -hmm. means he's hiding something and you should go check and and scroll through it um and like that's just like 
I don't, I never did that purposefully. You know, I'll like put my phone down or if it's in my hand this way, I'll just like put it down face down, not out of, out of any purpose other than that's how I put it down. And she right. asked Same. me that and, and I was like, no, <laughs> there's been other instances that I can't really think of like other examples, but there's been ones where like these girls are on TikTok and like, if he does this, it's this, you know? Yeah. I think and, you were telling me about this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, she kind of fell for it a few times and then, uh, definitely aggravated me <laughs> yeah i because i was just I, like no just ask me like yeah. don't like assume because of this person on tiktok that doesn't know me is saying it about exactly gen- all they men. don't know you yeah. yeah i i like i don't know about you i think most people do this but my phone's on silent 90 percent of the time all the time so, i don't have you even vibrate on like so when so when i flip the screen which is most times that's like the visual version of putting my phone on silent you know mm-hmm. It's like, I just don't want to see it, you know, if I hear the vibration or if I would like if I if I check it and I see you got a text, I'll respond. But I don't want it to take my attention away immediately just because I got a text. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So the, those are like two really good examples. Uh, I'm trying to think of any that I have personally. Um. I really don't. Thankfully, it hasn't really like come up in my life too much, other mm-hmm. than uh, the brief example I mentioned earlier. So, I'm gonna get to uh, two more miniature topics within this one. One is, uh, I mean, they're both pretty serious, but the first one, I guess, you know, we can laugh at it if you want, and yeah. um, that's porn. Mm-hmm. I know that this causes a lot of problems for a lot of couples. I know somebody who hasn't watched it in probably a decade because it caused him personal problems and Mm -hmm. problems in his relationship. And I, you know, so I browse Reddit a lot now more than I used to because I don't have the Instagram app on my phone. So I'll just be browsing. And one of my favorite subreddits to go on is relationship advice. Because uh, most oh, of these yeah, people are <laughs> really, really dumb. You know, <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, "My boyfriend of a month uh, is sending nudes to this girl. Should I forgive him?" <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I really love him. It's been a month, but yeah, yeah, I've seen a lot of people posting that like, like when they're having sex with their uh, partner, they like needs to have it on, or like, Born? yeah, oh my god, or really? like. Or right. like it's it's ruining their perception of what intimacy is and, yeah, and so, so sure. blah blah blah, and personally I've never really had that problem because I know it's like a over dramatic is it how how, did, how do you pronounce that over dramatization dramatization yeah of of, of that <laughs> act you yeah. know um, and I'm able to separate that from reality like I know it's a male dominated form of entertainment mostly. Yeah. And it's catered to the male fantasy. Um, but this, like, really damages a lot of people. And, yeah, like, it's it's kind of crazy. That friend, that friend you mentioned was, you said it ruined a relationship. Was that because the partner didn't like them watching it while being in a relationship? Or, like, he had these expectations or, like, needed it on, you know, like you said? Um, no, he didn't, he didn't need it on. Um, I yeah. think he, he, uh, he said that... Um, and I guess because he's anonymous, it doesn't matter if I say it. Mm-hmm. Um, he said that like it was just causing him to 
I guess, want more or like to uh, do certain things that not every not his partner might not be comfortable with. Also, yeah. one thing that he said that really stuck. What pegging? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, pegging? Good old rim job. Really, <laughs> one thing he said <laughs> with me that really really stuck with me is uh, he said sometimes he would put it on and watch it, but not mm-hmm. do anything, just mm-hmm. to watch it. And I was like, okay. whoa. That's, yeah, that's, a, I, that's a problem. That's a rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. So it's a dark, dark path. Yeah, I, I feel like this is a thing that bothers a lot of people in um, their relationship. I'm sure, your answer is not. Has it ever, in one place or another, like caused damage to your relationship or? Uh, no. Uh, I don't. I don't watch it anymore. Like I don't really have mm-hmm. a need or like kind of a sure. want anymore. Sure. And if you know, I no for real. <laughs> no, I believe you. I believe you. I. What's that orange glow on your face? I see that. I know that logo. No, I'm kidding. All right, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> uh, but I definitely like before, before Steph, before this mm-hmm. relationship, I uh, I did watch. I think a, a little bit too much. Uh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. I think I was a little bit too into it, but you know, and but at the same time, I was still able to separate. I knew it was an it was a fantasy, it was an over dramatization of the act. You know, I was still able to separate it and wouldn't expect that. Yeah, from anybody. That's good to have that awareness you know? when you. But you know, it is. It's good to have that awareness young, but it is damaging, bro. Because here's I I always say if I had kids, I don't want them to own a smartphone before they're thirteen. Hell no. You know. Because even thirteen's young, bro. I mean, yeah. you can see anything, bro. Anything. You can see, yeah, you can see bar. X amount of people putting X amount of fluids or substances. <laughs> I'm gonna have to mark this episode. People. Yeah, uh, not suitable for work. <laughs> Explicit. <laughs> like it's just, it's insane. And I feel like if you're a young man and you're being conditioned and basically raised by these videos, uh, it's gonna ruin you in a way. And I can see that causing a lot of problems in relationships in a decade from now, you know, because that's the thing that we're at this very interesting point now where, and it's scary to think of, but like kids born in like 2003, 2004 are 18 now, you know, and (laughs) you're shaking your head. And oh and raised with smartphone, and we gotta, we're gonna find out what does that do to a person, you know, like Makes being able to access, yeah, any information, any disgusting videos, like what does that do for their concept of love in relationships? I was seeing a, a random headline a couple weeks ago that like millennials. So I guess technically our generation, because we're on that weird bridge between so, yeah. millennials and Gen Z. I never know. Uh, Gen X? What, no, Gen we're Gen X, Z. Yeah. No, uh, Gen, Gen Z and millennials is our, yeah. our cusp. I think, <laughs> excuse me, I think we're more on the millennial side. But mm-hmm. um, I was reading a random headline that millennials are at a point where they have to choose if they want to be in relationships and have kids. Because it's too expensive. Yeah. Which is absolutely insane. Because I was 
I'm like, you know, maybe like in a couple more months after another raise, I can move out and just sustain myself. But it's like, if I was in a relationship with, with somebody and it was serious and we lived together, some of my money is now going to her and I'm sure vice versa, you know, like under one household. If we had a kid, it's a whole their mouth to feed, a whole their body to clothe. Whole, yeah. And I'm just like, Jesus, that's it's expensive. Crazy. The cost when you think and about it. it it's, before we get too far, um, I, do you have any closing comments on the on the porn subtopic? Uh, no, I think we covered a lot of it. I mean, uh, ad- advice for anybody who's struggling with that. Uh, it's not reality. Yeah, yeah. Remember that. <laughs> it's a funny topic, but it's also a serious topic. Yeah, very. Um, it's. I mean, I see things all the time. Like that. Uh, you know, I see a lot of things from, I guess, like right wing people that are like, uh, the degradation of men is um happening because of video games and porn. Oh. And I'm just like, Ugh. sure. I roll my eyes. You know, anything in in moderation is fine. Um, but yeah, this actually segues kind of into the last bit of this conversation, which I find the most fascinating. And I think you will too. Like the thing I've said about that headline with millennials. I want to know if you agree with this statement. I was talking to a coworker and he like seriously disagreed with me. I think we're getting to a point where we as people can ask ourselves should we be alone? You know? So what I mean by that is being alone in your in the 1950s was pretty hard. You know? You could get a pet. You could listen to the radio. You could watch TV, I guess. They had TV in the 50s, right? <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. so. But it was still hard. We have that. I think a lot of humans are coded with some deep sense of loneliness. You know? Like, we just naturally gravitate towards feeling lonely we're born in the world alone you know we're gonna die alone as depressing as that is yeah you know it's a solo experience and everything's kind of temporary when you really think about it um and i feel like as technology has advanced being alone has only gotten easier so one thing i used to do in high school was i would put on the tv as i was on my computer yeah and just have like sitcoms playing in the background full house everyone loves raymond uh the king of queens uh, everybody hates chris uh oh man that's a cool man what's that one with uh damon waynes totally forget but uh yeah just so many shows fresh prince and and like family and, and you know like just being together like it was it was really nice and now, I either always have music on. Like, literally, I think about it. The only time I'm not, I don't have AirPods in my ears, is when I'm asleep or I'm at work. Every other time I have AirPods in my ears. I actually woke up with AirPods in my ears today. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> I totally forgot I did that. Um, yeah, music or podcasts. Podcasts are an amazing way to counter loneliness. Uh, obviously, TV. Um Vid, like YouTube videos, like vloggers and stuff. Like I think you told me you you were never really that big into YouTube, but mm-hmm. you know, in particular, which I would say was um, teens, like eighteen. 
I would watch certain YouTubers religiously, and they became like almost like family members to me. Long-winded uh, explanation, just to say, I was asking myself a question, right? And you're, you might you might smile or laugh at how like dark this might sound, but I was like, should Dylan like be alone? You know, like, do I operate best alone, mm-hmm. single? You know, I could have a pet or something, obviously, but do I operate yeah. best alone? Or will I always have this human longing for a partner, you know? And I just thought about that. And I'm like, true. I feel like we're getting to the point where we, we're so, like, you know, not to get too, <laughs> not to bring it back up, but like, <laughs> in like 30 years, we're going to have like sex robots, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's once, that's another bridge that we we made where um loneliness doesn't matter anymore you know so yeah like i'm just wondering like do you think we as a human society are getting to the point where we can ask her maybe i don't have to get married and have kids maybe i can just live happy alone or do you feel like there's always going to be like something i need someone else i i think we're I mean, it depends on the person, really. But as a society, I think it's definitely, like you said, just easier to surround yourself with things to not feel alone. But I think at the end of the day, it's still, for most people, a distraction. And they're still going to want to, they're going to be brought back to that. And they're going to want a partner or maybe even the stigma. Because, I mean, as much as we've progressed, there's still a stigma of, like, being single, you know. Um yeah so i don't know i think i think i mean i think it'd be better for the planet if we as a society were like all right let's you know let's hold off on making all these people because like, yeah. we're kind of eating up all the resources and killing all the people uh, killing the planet so i'd like to think that we've we've come to a point where technology has advanced so much and hobbies and there's just so much to do that we can be alone but, you know, surround yourself with, with loved ones at the same time, friends, family, stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I think we're just always going to be drawn back to that point where we're like, well, I need a partner. No matter yeah. what that looks like. I think you're right. I think as much as I hate to admit it, I think I think because of the uh, innate loneliness of the human experience, we're always going to crave that, you know? Mm-hmm. And I always think back to, like, the psychology of like motherhood i guess and like when you think about it like um we come from another person and i think yeah deep down we're seeking uh a warmth and a love that embodies that which i think yeah. is pretty um pretty cool way of looking at things but also a little stressful Very. <laughs> um but yeah uh i think we are getting there though and i think we're gonna see that i think we're gonna see a lot of people choosing not to be in relationships or get married or have kids. Um, I don't think we're going to really be seeing that in our lifetimes. But I think in like 100, 200 years, whatever human society looks like, uh, thank God I won't be alive. Uh, I think... Might be sticks and stones by then. Yeah. Uh, I think we will be able to choose not to be hooking up and dealing with everything and and the complications of human emotions, which is nuts, you know? It sounds like a Black Mirror episode almost. Yeah. But um, 
yeah, I guess, I guess that's pretty much it. I feel like with many of our topics, we can do this for much longer. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I feel like we're really just scratching the surface. Uh, I just, I'm going to do some clothing comments and then if you have any, uh, then we'll jump into your topic. I just caution people and myself to live more in the moment and uh, and when you're with your partner, you know, only see what's there, only see what they're giving you. Don't read into things on Instagram or Snapchat, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, don't ignore obvious signs, but just trust your gut and um, remember that if they love you, it should be obvious. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I got to say. What about you? Yeah. Um, I think I want to leave it off with if, well, from <laughs> speaking experience in a, a long relationship, before you go into something, you need to be the best version of yourself. You need mm-hmm. to be okay by yourself in order to bring the best parts of you to another person and create something better. Very true. Very true. Um, I've been in relationships at uh, weaker points of my life, and I've become, I guess, dependent on those relationships for happiness. And, uh, yeah, never, never a good thing. So just be you, be confident in you, and things will be fine. So, yeah. uh Let's talk about fucking Ben 10. <laughs> Dakota, yes. introduce me to this topic. The next topic, revisiting the classic Ben 10, the original series. We could talk a little bit about the other ones, but I think really the epitome of the best cartoon ever made is is the original series. Really? You would say that? I'd, I'd say it's definitely wow. up there. That's interesting. I didn't know of your love of this show. Cartoon cartoon yeah <laughs> it's it's better not show not anime it's better than yeah. sopranos i'm really shocked to hear that so i mean tell me like yeah. why do you want to talk about it what what about it attracts you yeah i just have i have so much love and still am learning every day how vivid the fan base still is for this show um like and i i recently did a rewatch of like every series minus the new one that they did like the reboot which is just, I don't even want to talk about that. <laughs> they, they uncle grandpa it. Ugh. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. The, the, the story always attracted me so much. The, the aliens, the, the design of everything. I just always thought it was so cool. Like that, it, just an awesome superpower. And I guess not even a superpower, just a, a piece of technology, you know, cause I was very, when I was a kid, I was very into technology and I was very into like superheroes. So mm-hmm. like the, it's, it was basically the, best combination of those worlds is like a piece of technology that could turn you into a superhero right yeah Yeah. no ben i remember it's funny i remember certain days that certain shows first aired i remember sitting on my living room floor watching the premiere of uh avatar the last airbender oh man i remember this Ben 10 premiere. I remember the iCarly premiere. I remember certain premieres that were like really cool as a kid. And so with Ben 10, I was hooked from the start. I mean, how could you not? I mean, how yeah. could you not be jealous of Ben? You know, he's 
he's like going around America in his grandpa's uh, RV chilling. He's got this crazy watch that turns him into initially 10 different aliens. And I think what was the most interesting aspect of this show for me, because, I mean, I must have been like eight or nine when this show started, maybe mm-hmm. 10, um, is that this is one of the very few cartoons at the time that I think had some type of continuity where previous yeah. events from previous episodes would actually matter mm-hmm. for new episodes. And I love that. And there are certain examples like uh, I think they're touring a college or something and a uh, ghost freak uh, like separates from the watch, yeah. which is fascinating. Oh, uh, every episode with that dude Vilgax was cool. Um, you know, in the later episodes of the series he unlocks uh cannon bolt oh yeah and who was the other one the green um, alien that he barely used that was like plant like yeah oh wow wild 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 yeah he was cool and there was one more i think was um, it upchuck the little guy who could like swallow stuff and like turn it into energy and spit it back out yes yes yeah and Personally, I kind of didn't like that he was getting new aliens because I feel like he's not Ben 10 anymore. Like, you yeah. know, like he's like got new powers. So like he's like Ben 13. Ben 13. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still really cool and fun. And uh, it was able to kind of combine like that, um, you know, who's the bad guy of the week with uh, yeah. what's the overarching plot with the Omnitrix and the Tennyson's and the Plumbers. And stuff like that. And it was really creative for the time. And yeah, I mean, tell me, like, what did you pick up from your last rewatch? Yeah, I mean, there's just so there's so much originality there with each each alien and, and the story itself. Um, and really, they, they really like when you talk about continuity, they all the way from it was Ben 10, Ben 10, Alien Force, Ben 10, Ultimate Alien, and then Omniverse which was kind of like a Omniverse was a little bit of a reboot, but they kept a lot of the same details that happened in the in the mm-hmm. new in in that series. Even though the the, the complete style changed, um, a little bit of the story changed and they'd go back to the old sh- like the old show and have little clips of that but yeah. in the in the new style to make it like kind of make sense. Um yeah, it was there was just so much so much to it and i and i still enjoyed my rewatch and and drawing those aliens i used to draw those a ton i used to create my own like come up with a come up with an element and then come up with a gimmick for it because all of them had that like specific um you know the two two things it was like a kind of an element and then kind of a gimmick and then he'd he'd name them after that um yeah that was it was just so good and uh, i think sorry go no no go uh, I think, like, another thing that always irked me was, like, how he's always getting kicked out of the transformations. Like, he's running out of yeah. time. Or yeah. He's, the, the watch is always glitching, and he's picking the wrong alien. Um, I mean, remember you, you explaining me that plot point. Oh, where, yeah. Uh, so, I think it was the end of, or middle of, Om, or end of Omniverse. Azmuth, the, the creator of the Omnitrix, was like, yeah, you you get random aliens because you slam the omnitrix down too hard you can you can just tap it and it'll get to the alien you want um but i mean at the dude the end of omniverse was like really crazy like he went 
so they started doing a lot of time travel. And do you remember from Alien Force? I don't know. You said you watched like one episode, right? I didn't get very far, no. Yeah. Dude, they, you you should you should give it a rewatch. The the plot for that is just really crazy. They start doing time travel. They start doing interdimensional travel, and like they actually make it like work. Like yeah. it doesn't just like, well, how did that happen? He went back in time, and now that's like that. But they actually made stuff work. And uh, the end of Omniverse was basically like Ben Ben was always meant to get the Omnitrix. Like this was like fate. Like there's these beings that created the the universe, and he meets them, and like they're like, this is fate. You getting the Omnitrix and you doing all the adventures you did, and and always, even though he slammed the Omnitrix. Uh, and that was putting into randomization mode. It always kind of gave him the one that he needed to to save the day or win, which was mm-hmm. really cool. That's and that's how they ended that, and then they rebooted it. But I thought it that came is, to a very nice closing. That is cool, and yeah. I'm sure they handle it pretty well in the time travel because some of my favorite episodes of the original series, um, I think there's two, or maybe just one, where they somehow go to the future and you see yeah. future Ben and future Ben 10K future uh gwen yeah and i think call me call me out if i'm wrong i think there's a scene where future ben on like uses an alien like i think maybe cannonball or lion line and ben sends like whoa what is that like who was that one and he's like you'll see you one day and then he gets yeah. him later yeah i think yeah. it's pretty cool i think like, it was upchuck or uh arctic which he doesn't use a lot but he gets it in the later series Who's the alien who's like really, really huge? Um, Humongousaur from the Alien Force ones. He's or oh, way big, way big. Yeah, he's like yeah. enormous. Dude, yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, that that one's cool. Um, man, I I fell off probably with Alien Force. Uh, I did watch the the live action movie, which I didn't that was hate. Weird. Yeah, how, how how'd you feel about it? Uh, I think, which one was that? That was the one about... Um, there was probably more than one, right? I think there were two. I think the yeah. one of him as a kid. Was it the one of him as a kid? Yes. That was about Eon, right? Like the evil version of himself from kind of the future? I think so, yeah. The purple guy? Yeah. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. It was really cool because I was always curious how they would do that live action. It was just cool. I mean, when I was a kid when I watched that, so I'm probably remembering it differently because I haven't watched it in a while. I don't know if it holds up. But Probably not. I remember it was very cool at the time, and I actually I'm enjoyed it. I'm just shocked that uh, they actually put the budget behind that, you know? Yeah. I feel like if they waited a couple more years, I mean, Ben 10 wouldn't have been as popular in a couple more years, but if they had waited for technology to advance and make mm-hmm. the aliens a little bit more convincing, uh, you would have had something really interesting. Yeah. Um, but that was cool that they supported it like that. And... I'm wondering, like, so Nickelodeon had Avatar, I believe, starting in 06. I think so, maybe, yeah. maybe that's a little late. Maybe 05. And uh, Cartoon Network must have had Ben 10 around a similar, similar time frame. So I'm wondering, is this the first Cartoon Network show with that sense of continuity that we were talking about? And, like, I wonder if it kind of led open to... Uh, Things like Steven Universe. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, or other I'm other not shows. Really dedicated to it, but I, I did watch and I enjoyed it. Two thousand five was Avatar. Okay. 
I actually, there was a point in time, you might not believe me, not to get off topic, where <laughs> Steven Universe was like my favorite show. Oh, really? Because, yeah. yeah, and it, because it, it, it reminded me a lot of like Dragon Ball mixed mm-hmm. with cartoon, like, where like the first 25, 30 episodes, you know, they're short, they're like 11 minute episodes. Uh, they were like very like slice of life. Like, it was just like, oh, uh, I'm going to the donut shop and like yeah, just yeah. goofy stuff. And then, uh, which is very Dragon Ball. How like if you you know you you read the OG Dragon Ball manga, mm-hmm. it's very like childish and fun. And then somewhere in the middle, it becomes this very serious thing, and it's about like aliens and love and fusions and like um, dead parents and stuff. It's, like it's really serious and like I remember getting up to kind of the fusions, and it was yeah. getting like pretty. Like and I think I forget what I watched it on, but I watched a little bit when I was younger, and then I watched it a little bit more when I was a little bit older. I remember getting like it turned from like you know ha- happy jolly and like a little bit comedy to like pretty serious. But then I I kind of fell off. But I am I probably give that a rewatch because it's really I, I mean worth it's it. it's such a there's such a dedicated and huge I think still fan base for that show. Yeah. I don't know where they're at now. There was like a second show, like Steven Universe something, where he's like a little older. Yeah. Um, oh, really? They made another Yeah, one? just a little bit, like maybe like two years older. Yeah. But um, yeah, I love that show. Um, And I'm wondering, like, does it kind of owe itself to Ben 10 for like proving to Cartoon Network like, you can have these these uh more serious down-to-earth shows with a continuing storyline? Uh, I'm trying to think of more examples from Cartoon Network. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I'm sure I there's a few more. Continuity. I can't really. I mean, I, I can name you Nickelodeon ones, but mm. Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network has been iffy for a while. Yeah. I mean, ever since they tried doing live action shows, which was just weird. Um. But yeah, damn. I'm trying to think of like one more. I can't. But uh. Yeah, Ben's Ten was. You know, I I don't really. Oh, I mean, the older one, Samurai Jack. Oh yes. So yes, that had yes. continuity, and that still holds up. Teen Titans. You know, I was gonna right. buy the whole Samurai Jack show, and it was like a hundred dollars on Blu-ray. Really? I'm like, I'm not paying a hundred dollars for, for this. Like, it's it's yeah. great, but I don't want to. Dude, take my HBO, or you have it. Ooh. It's on there. Uh, I and don't have yours, do. but I do have it. Oh okay, and they came back. They did another, yeah, uh, I think a whole another season. Thank God, and I heard it was fantastic. Same. So, yeah. Um, any any other comments on Ben Ten? Like, it, do you feel like it's inspired you at all in your drawings I mean, or your art com- style? Completely, I think. Um, completely, because I used to. I think it really helped with my creativity because it would m- make me. I mean, obviously, I'd redraw the aliens that were on the show, but it would make me sit there and like really think about like what would be a cool or creative way to to you know form a new alien or something and i think a lot of the way uh i've formed new ideas for like characters now is definitely based on on that show yeah huge impact and still does like and even and when i do fan art of of i still do ben 10 fan art and even through that i found a huge community on instagram and even online, like uh, like Reddit, of people who are like crazy dedicated to it, like still artists, yeah. artists, and just like casual enjoyers, like that's awesome, man. I mean, yeah. I 
you can kind of take that idea, like, not exactly, but, like, one character with an ability to turn into different forms or characters. Mm-hmm. And it can lead to a lot of different dynamics. It's cool there's, a, there's like, a thriving fan base that still loves it. I mean, yeah. it's kind of cool what you can find on, like, things like Reddit. You know, like, there's people. Yeah. Like, I, sometimes I used to go on the Malcolm in the Middle Reddit. Dedicated. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> people still talk about that show to this day. You'd be yeah. like. Does anyone know uh, where I could get Malcolm's shirt in season three, episode five? That I'm like, Jesus. and then somebody replies with the, like with an with the proper answer. Yeah. Um, um, back to the. I just want to say about the. Um, you said you can take that that idea of someone transforming into, you know, other beings. That I think when I found out, like when I was, I and I don't know. I think it was probably before Ben Ten, but when. I had someone had explained to me the power of shape shifting. I thought mm-hmm. that was like the coolest power ever. Like you can turn into anything that you can think yeah. of. Yeah. And I forget who obviously probably somebody older that explained that to me, but like that had me hooked. No, like yeah, that that's idea a idea of a superpower was really big. That's a really good one. And I can't think of like a Marvel or DC character that has that power uh i mean beast I yeah, you know beast boy because beast boy was like a, yeah I mean, that's really just animals and but he was a mm. favorite of mine because of that um yeah that's true not people that can turn into anything but there's like there's one in marvel reptile he has he can like form any dinosaur like mm. parts on him from like any kind of dinosaur which is really cool uh, but yeah i think He's not really metamorpho, but he just turns into different types of matter. Not really other beings. Yeah, there's not really another. Yeah, no, other uh, than like no. magic users and stuff. But like, that's pretty much it. It's cool when like the up. the your power is imagination. Yeah, you know? basically, it's almost like the Green Lantern, which I think is yeah. kind of cool. Dude, the whole um, lan- the whole Lantern story. Like yeah, I I keep hearing that it's like incredible, it's and very like, involved. that I should try and get into it. But yes, yeah, and this is funny. I don't want to get off talking. You talk about it off the show, but I'm uh, yeah, I'm reading a comic finally, like an American oh. comic, not a manga. And I'm Whoa, like, yeah, and I'm like, oh, this is this is cool. You know, like I like that I can get into one every now and then. I realize that I don't like Marvel or DC that much reading them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, other than the classics like the Killing Joke or Spider Man Blue and stuff like that, I like um, I really like Image Comics. Yeah, I think they do a great job with like unique stories and. Uh, what are you reading now? Uh, Invincible. Um, oh, Because that show blew up. So, yeah, I I, uh, I think I'm down two book like the you know the two main books. I think I'm one and two, and then I still have the third one to do. The compendiums oh, or the compendiums, yeah, I did one. Yeah, I I'm not far. I'm only on issue uh, eleven, I think. Mm-hmm. So it's funny. Like I knew I didn't know anything, but I I, I was like hearing inklings. I was yeah. like, does the, does the dad die? Don't tell me nothing. I was like, does the dad no. die? Is the dad the bad guy? I was like, what's going on here? And like, I was like, is he gonna hook up with this chick or not? Like, <laughs> so like, I'm trying to get further into it uh it I'm, gets I'm, yeah wild. i'm hoping for it to like really pick up because it does it's kind of it's reminding me of like ben 10 and um and steven universe and dragon ball in where like i feel like it starts off kind of slice of lifey 
was like, oh, he's checking out colleges and he's he's having a birthday party and he's he got a love letter from a girl. I'm like, all right, I'm waiting for it to, you know, get crazy, but I know it will. That's exactly why I love it so much is because it's exactly that. It's slice of life and then it picks up. Um, yeah. And once you do get past, I forget exactly how many. Once you get to the twist and the real plot of the story, uh, we'll definitely, if you can, give the show a watch because they did a really good job. of. Uh, they change a few things and stuff, just like how they do kind of with adaptions. Um, but it's really good. The show is also phenomenal. But, I mean, the, the book's... And the art itself, Ryan Otley's a genius. Yeah, I love the uh, the artwork. It gives me. Mm-hmm. I'm very picky with my comic comic artwork because uh, yeah. I don't like. I picked up um, the Court of Owls in the bookstore. Every time I pick it up, I'm like, just buy it. And then I open the pages and I don't want it because there's like a very like. I could tell that it wasn't done just by hand. Like there was a lot of computers involved or whatever. Like which yeah. takes something away from me. For it. like with with invincible particularly and the other favorites like why the last man i can tell it just has like this almost vintage art style to it that i really really like and uh i think it's really good but we're getting off topic but yeah <laughs> i mean that's hey it. this is a good yeah. i mean whatever it it turned into i mean cartoons and comics i could talk about that for hours so me too i'm okay but with that this is <laughs> Definitely one of the first that gripped me was Ben 10. And yeah. just a random memory, uh, there was a Ben 10 game. Uh, I could probably look it up. But it, we, I had the Wii version, and uh, it was so much fun with me and Kevin. We were playing it all the time. And I think I remember uh, there was this glitch. There was this level where you would, uh, you were climbing up this circular tower. And... Um, there was like this this staircase and halfway through uh you just couldn't get up anymore i don't know if we were just stupid like not to figure out how to get up the staircase yeah. but like it just wasn't it wasn't working i think it was ben 10 protector of earth that was a good one i yeah. i love that game yeah i'm looking at it right now was there a wii version but you can only turn it to like four aliens i think it was like cannonball um forearms and a few others but Ben 10, like, I think it covered a lot of media. Like, uh, there's got to be Ben 10 comics, right? Yeah, there are. Especially, and with the newer ones, too. I mean, they had the old ones, but they made a lot um, with Omniverse. They did a lot lot more issues on that, of, like, in-between stories. So, no thoughts on this reboot? Uh, I just, and I tried, you know, I really tried to watch it, but it's too, it's just too kitty for me they i mean they turned it into something that was i guess that is more acceptable as a as a cartoon now which is kind of just like not a lot of depth to it <laughs> like it was just like he's goes on these little adventures and nothing really matters there was no con there's no continuity the and i don't love the style everybody's like yeah uh you know like i said like uncle grandpa as as crazy as that that show was actually ridiculous and funny but like after that, they started rebooting everything into that kind of similar style, that very yeah. round, bubbly. Like they, I think they redid, um, almost like Flash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They redid a lot of shows in in that similar style, which I just mm. kind of got oversaturated. 
Yeah, I would, I just wonder why that was the franchise. They were like, let's do that to this. Yeah. You know, like, why? Why couldn't they have done it with anything else? But mm. I wouldn't mind seeing Ben 10. I mean, it's funny. Very last thing. Uh, have you heard of this show, Bel Air, that's coming out? No. Let's look it up. It's a reboot of The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Oh. But oh. instead of a sitcom, it's a drama. Oh. Which is kind of crazy to me. Anyway... If we're doing these types of reboots where we can change genres, I would love to see a Ben 10 show aimed more at, like, teenagers or, like, something just a little bit more mature. Yeah. Uh, that would that would get me back in. Yeah. If they did a reboot or something with a Dude, more serious full, story. Do full gore. Go invincible route. and That would be sick. Do blood yeah. and guts and stuff with aliens. Yeah. I wonder what that guy's doing anyway. The what was his name? Man of Action. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he had the second show, Generator Rex. Oh, dude, flopped. that. Oh my god, but it was so good. It was. I don't know why. Oh my god, huh. yeah, it was so good. And they did a crossover, hour long episode with Ben Ten, and that was the craziest shit ever. Was that like the best day of your life? That was the best day of my life because <laughs> Ben Ten came out. I don't know when Generator Rex came out, but I was like very into, you know I was younger, so I was watching a lot of cartoons. And, I mean, I still watch a lot of cartoons. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, but, dude, I mean, Generator Rex, the story, and also the idea that he can literally transform his body into any tech piece of technology. I don't know if you know a lot about it, but he's like no, this, like, God. techno, he's like a technomancer. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you. Um, but, dude, it was so good. And then they did a combo episode and, like, generate, like, you know, Throughout the story, Ben 10, there's not a lot of people smart enough to hack into the Omnitrix as much as they want to take it and stuff. Yeah. Generator Rex touches it and he, like, has complete control and, like, fucking wow. whoops Ben. Yeah. Can Generator Rex turn into a vibrator? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> One that'll smash you to bits. Yo. Okay. I think that's where we, uh, we, we end this episode. <laughs> this is a very bizarre episode of, uh, the impasse of technology on romantic relationships and uh ben 10 <laughs> and but other cartoons <laughs> yeah but i mean hey i think that perfectly encapsulates the show yeah. uh we can get very serious but we can also just goof off and have fun for sure um if you guys liked the more fun topic uh please let me know um or let us know because i would love for us to tackle more of them i feel yeah. like uh i think for my next topic i'm gonna choose something more fun because you know i'm always thinking deep and i know you are too but uh i think it'll be fun to just chop it up have fun especially if uh you know after you get your license tomorrow uh if you think uh uh, you would want to record again tomorrow or saturday i'd be super down for sure either day definitely i want to get another one out cool awesome me too um so anyway Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Another Starring Dylan and Dakota.